brokenhearted? Feeling like the world is over? Convinced you'll never meet anyone else? Trina's Breakup Boost will help heal your heart and get you back in the dating saddle. She'll give you straightforward opinions and advice for your love life. Hey guys, well, guess what? We're talking age gaps today. Age gaps in dating and relationships. And is age really just a number? I've been getting so many questions lately about age gaps and I was like, gee, the universe must be sending me a signal to do an episode about it. So here we are. And I want to start by saying that everyone is entitled to date whoever they want. And yes, there are always exceptions, but I will be providing my overall opinions on age gaps, hence my podcast, from a number of different angles. So I just want to make it crystal clear that I'm not telling you what you should or shouldn't do. I'm giving my thoughts that some of you may be able to draw from when making your own dating decisions, because I think I give some pretty good insight. So now that I've given my little disclaimer and, you know, warded off everyone who's going to come at me and be all defensive, let's get started. There's actually a lot to cover when it comes to age gaps, and holy crap, I've been working on this topic all day. (laughs) Let's start with talking about how much of an age gap is too much. When it comes to this topic, I would say that the first thing to ask yourself is, what am I looking for? If you are just looking to date for companionship and to have some fun, An age gap isn't going to be as important as it may be to someone who's looking for a serious long-term relationship. A lot of women simply like the excitement of dating a younger guy, and a lot of younger guys are more attracted to older women who can have a more mature conversation with them. A lot of older guys simply like having a hot young woman on their arm, and they like that she makes them feel young again, and that's all they care about. There's just all types of scenarios. Whatever the case may be, it's important to be on the same page and not act as though you're looking for more than you actually are, because that's when feelings get hurt and hearts get broken. If you're more of the mindset of go with the flow, so not the type who has a long list of expectations, a long list of what they're looking for, and you meet someone you really like, I don't think you need to overthink it to death. If the situation makes you happy and it's a healthy situation where both people are having a good time, I'd say that's more important than calculating years, in other words. And heck, it can be challenging to find a great connection. So if you can spend time with someone you really mesh with, why not? Some people overthink the age gap too much and then pass up an opportunity only to then not be dating anyone. So that doesn't really make sense either. But, and that's a big, bold but, on the flip side, I personally feel that if you're looking for a serious long-term relationship, maybe even want to have kids, being within five years of each other is ideal. And I say that because you will have grown up in the same time frame, same generation, and you're likely going to be more on the same page in terms of where you're at in life. Plus, You're likely going to be more similar in terms of how you think even, even in terms of what you find humorous and fun, and even how you converse and what you like to talk about. So yeah, the main thing here is you will probably have more in common 
and be able to relate to a lot more of the same things when you're closer in age. Just like with friends, you're probably going to blend a lot better with friends who are closer to you in age than people of a completely different generation. Again, I'm not saying that never happens. Of course it happens, but we're not talking exceptions. And I'll give you an example. If someone is in their 40s, they grew up without the internet. Someone in their 20s, on the other hand, has no clue what life was even like back then. You don't have the same memories from growing up. You can't relate on that level. You can't rehash things from childhood or even things like music. If you're older and like certain artists or groups, the person you're dating may have no idea who you're even talking about. And the same goes for the other way around. Or what about traveling? If you're coupled up with someone older, they may have already been to way more places than you have been to, which then eliminates experiencing those same things together for the first time. And you may not even notice how these types of things can affect a relationship soon after meeting. You may not even think that these types of things are a big deal because you're still in that exciting butterfly stage. But after a while, you may start thinking, oh, we actually don't have that much in common and we don't really get each other because we grew up at different times. Stuff like that. It usually becomes quite noticeable as time goes on, especially if there's an age gap of 10 or more years. And for example, one day when you're 50, Do you want to be dating someone who's 70? It may not seem like a huge deal if you're 30 and they're 50, but as time goes on, that can affect matters. And to some people, that would seem like a huge deal if you're 30 and they're 50, right? So, you know, in addition to being realistic about things, you also have to base things off of what works for you. Also, if you're dating someone who is, for example, 15 to 20 years older, One of you is likely going to outlive the other. One of you may start to have declining health issues, mobility issues, not be able to do the same activities on vacations, etc. One of you may even have to become more of a caretaker to the other one. And yeah, this can happen at any age, depending on circumstances. But I definitely think that these are the types of things you need to at least think about and not completely keep your head in the clouds about. I was actually just reading something online and this woman said that, you know, if she would have thought it through better, she wouldn't have done it because now she's a widow because the guy she married was so much older. And so, yeah, that's exactly why you need to consider these things. That said, okay, after I said all that, I have a that said. That said, the majority of relationships these days statistically don't make it past the two-year mark. So one could also argue that there's no point in thinking so far ahead anyways. (laughs) That's what I mean about there's so much to say on the topic. But to sum up this section, just because you date someone closer in age, that doesn't automatically mean it will last longer. Okay, so that's not what I'm saying. But I am saying that I think that if two people genuinely want a long-term relationship where they can grow old together are happy together, are on the same page, in the same place in life, and the relationship is healthy, you're probably going to have better odds at actually accomplishing that if you are closer in age. 
there's going to be challenges regardless, right? There's going to be challenges regardless, just like any relationship. But the age gap definitely adds on a layer. It does. Around five years is good, but I personally think that exceeding 10 years is pushing it. I would never recommend dating anybody 20 or more years older or younger than you. It just, it's just too much and realistically may indicate that something is off with one or both people. Whether it's bad intentions, unhealed trauma, looking for an affair partner, looking for someone to help get over a divorce situation, maybe needing a caretaker, maybe having no family, maybe being in a financial pitfall, maybe extreme loneliness, maybe being codependent, maybe just wanting someone around, maybe wanting someone to manipulate. Whatever the case may be, in general, there is something very red flaggish about it. There just is. But if any of you listening date people with a 20-year or more age gap and it works out for you, that's great. But again, I would say that would definitely be an exception and not the ideal situation for the majority of people. And hey, if you're dating someone where there's a 30 plus year age gap, all I'm going to say about that is, well, picture a 30 year old holding a baby. Yeah, no, a 30 year age gap relationship isn't sincere and it won't last unless someone is on a payroll. Okay, moving on. In the next section, I'm going to touch on some of the main challenges associated with age gaps. Okay, so the first challenge associated with age gaps is maturity. A huge issue with age gaps is varying levels of maturity. And I know from experience that you can meet someone and think right off the bat, wow, they're so mature for their age. But then as time goes on, you start to realize that a couple of conversations or dates wasn't actually a good representation of how mature someone actually is. <laughs> Maturity is revealed over time. And the truth of the matter is, it can become annoying to date someone who comes across as immature, even if it's not their fault, simply because they don't have the life experience and same level of emotional intelligence. And let's not forget that the human brain isn't fully formed until 25, so there's that. And side note, not saying that all older people are mature, hell no, but in most cases, there will be a noticeable difference the older you are. Number two, it can feel like a parent-child relationship at times. So when it comes to this, age gaps can make one person feel more like a parent in a relationship than a partner, and the other person may feel more like a child getting told what to do. That can also lead to friction and lack of romance. It may come across as one person also being more overbearing or frustrated during times of conflict. Number three, pushback from family and friends. There can be a lot of judgment and pushback from family and friends when an age gap is too big. And I'm not sure how many parents, for example, want their kids dating someone the same age 
or older than them, right? It can make people feel very uncomfortable. Like, oh, hey, dad, here's my boyfriend. Yeah, he's got more gray hair than you do. <laughs> and not that you should just let go of what makes other people feel uncomfortable, but it may lead you to feel more isolated. And feeling isolated and unsupported can definitely put a strain on a relationship. And hey, a lot of times, friends and families are concerned for valid reasons, right? Sometimes people who don't have much self-esteem or self-worth or confidence, they get involved with someone for the wrong reasons and people are concerned, right? So a lot of times if someone expresses concern for your situation, I would take that in and try not to get defensive about it. You know, listen to what they have to say and then maybe go think about it for a while. But usually if people express concern, if they love you, they're coming from a good place. And another thing, do you feel comfortable around their family and friends if you go to their homes or out for dinner, for example? Like overall, you're probably going to be spending a lot of time with those people. You know, you would hopefully want to foster good relationships. So those things matter. Like, how do you feel in terms of comfort level? Because a lot of people, they say, oh, it's, you know, what do they say? What's the saying? Um, oh, yeah. Some people will say things like, oh, it's me and you against the world. Yeah, no, that's a song by Tupac. You don't want to live like that. <laughs> you know, that can sound all fine and dandy, but in the long term, that's not that's not good. Okay, number four, scams. Scams. Reminds me of spam, a can of spam. <laughs> okay. A lot of younger people may seek out older people to date to straight up take advantage of them. It happens every single day to thousands of people online. There's a lot of people out there who are up to no good. It doesn't take much for a younger person with bad intentions to get their claws into someone a bit older who may be feeling lonely and craving connection. Getting attention from someone especially a younger, hot babe, can lead a person to completely overlook all logic and dive right in, often being way too generous and at risk for getting scammed financially. The scammer, of course, tells you everything you want to hear, and the next thing you know, they've got their hands on your money. Or they need you to pay their rent, buy their clothes, help with their bills. Let me assure you that someone who has no problem asking you for money or taking money from you is not the one for you. They do not have good intentions and they literally live to use people. You will just be a pawn in their life until they move on to the next or until you tell them that you can no longer help them. A lot of younger women will intentionally scout out older men or sugar daddies who may or may not be married because they want to gain. They want to gain something. Again, this is not a relationship. It's an arrangement. You will get screwed over and your self-worth will likely plummet along the way. I just don't see why people would want that kind of energy around them when it's not genuine. People can play it off as though it's cool, but pretty sure it feels pretty empty. Number five, some people just need a place to live. This is especially common with younger guys and older women. The guy needs a place to live and the woman basically becomes the caretaker. They live rent-free or barely contribute. They go out all night and next thing you know, you can't even get rid of them. 
Remember, no one will move things along faster and seemingly fall in love with you faster than someone who needs a place to live or someone who is broke. There's desperation there somewhere. A lot of women get into this predicament again due to loneliness and wanting to be the one who saves the younger guy. She may have had bad experience in the past and she thinks like, oh, if she does all this, in turn, he's going to give his loyalty and just think that she's the greatest thing ever. Sure, that may be the case for a bit, but eventually this peters out and things go sideways. And then you've got a guy that you can't even peel off your couch and get rid of. And you're going crazy over it. And you're trying to have conversations about when is he going to leave? And then he says he can't, or he says, oh, I'm saving up. But really, he's not doing any of that. (laughs) Oh, just, no, don't get yourselves in these predicaments. Like, nobody should be moving in with anybody for, I mean, I would say two years. At least a year and a half. At least. But two years is, is a lot smarter. And yeah, things can still go sideways, but... You start rushing into those things, it's going to bite you in the butt. It really will. Number six, older guys looking for a younger woman as a strategy. A lot of older guys seek women who are way younger and emotionally immature because they are just looking for a good time with no commitment. Or they may want commitment, but not with a woman in the same age range because older women are more likely to call them out on their shit and not tolerate nonsense. Older women will probably have a lot higher standards than what this guy is offering as well. They may also like being seen as the rescuing white knight, but that is often used to further manipulate women to get them to live a certain way, not go out, on and on and on. It's way easier for an older guy to manipulate someone younger, and it can be seen as less of a headache to focus on someone with less life experience and less responsibilities. Women who are more carefree and not putting pressure on the guy to get married or have kids, that type of thing. That type of thing is right up some guy's alleys. That said, the same way older guys are able to manipulate younger women, younger women can manipulate older men. It goes both ways. So basically, if you're going to date anyone who is way younger and you want an actual relationship, please, please, please find someone who has their life together. Someone who's independent, someone who has a career, someone who has their own place, someone who can support themselves. Not someone looking for someone else to rescue them because that's not going to end well. And it's not that they're looking for someone like you, like who you are as a person inside your personality. No, 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 no. These types are looking for anybody to take the bait. They're selfish. And of course, they're going to tell you all the right things. That's what people do when they use people. It shocks me all the time how so many people don't get that or they don't want to see it. I urge you to always look at things logically. And number seven, when someone has adult kids or kids from another marriage relationship, whatever. If you have adult kids and you're dating someone younger than they are, Have fun with that. That usually carries a negative undercurrent along with it and can add a lot of drama to your life. 
I know that I personally would feel extremely uncomfortable with a situation like that. <laughs> to each their own though, right? Everybody has their own viewpoints about it. Some people don't care. Some people do. Yada, yada, yada. Overall, it can be a sticky situation. Okay, moving on to the eighth challenge that you may face in a relationship that has an age gap. When someone has young children, a lot of older people who have decided to not have kids or who don't have their kids full time may be more inclined to a lifestyle of freedom where they can come and go as they please. But if you're dating someone with young kids, well, they can't just take off on a whim out of town or go on a random two-week vacation. Even if it's planned, probably can't even go on a two-week vacation. And that can cause friction and maybe even have the older person off vacationing by themselves, which can also lead to trust issues. And it can make the other person feel left out in general, which can also lead to resentment, right? Because then it can feel like you're living two separate lives. Number nine, activity levels. Are you both aligned when it comes to health and physical fitness? In any relationship, if you have one person who is super active and the other is not, that can cause friction and make people feel as though they're being held back to a degree. I really think that having the same energy levels for activities is especially crucial when there is a big age gap or else the age gap will just be highlighted more. Number 10, time schedules. If one person is a lot more advanced in their career, maybe running a business, and they don't have much time for the other person, that can cause issues. Some younger people can tend to be more free-spirited and be less understanding when it comes to the other person's responsibilities. Instead of seeing it as, oh, they have to put in hours to pay their bills, they may see it as, they would rather spend time working than watch this movie with me on Netflix. (laughs) There needs to be an understanding established when it comes to people's schedules. Number 11, joint decisions. When it comes to making joint decisions, it goes back to what I was saying about the parenting. The older person in the relationship may tend to kind of overrule the younger one, which can then also come across as condescending. People definitely have to act as a unit and make decisions together. Both people's voices need to be heard and respected. Number 12, insecurity. Okay, this is a really big one for age gaps. Age gaps can definitely bring on insecurity. The older person may worry that the younger person will leave them for someone else as they age. The younger person may get more attention while out and about. A lot of younger guys may love the novelty of dating an older woman, but then leave her down the road once he gets that out of his system. The younger person may be okay with not having kids, but then changes their mind one day and moves on to someone younger. Or on the other side of the coin, the younger person may feel as though they aren't good enough or as though they're not on even playing ground, so to speak, if they haven't reached a certain level in their career, for example. They may also feel as though their person will eventually want someone who has more to offer in terms of an equal partnership if the other person is a lot further along in life. 
And even in terms of, say, buying a property, well, the younger person might not have any money saved, right? Especially in this economy. So then you might end up feeling like you're, oh, you're in their house and everything belongs to them. Basically, there's so many things that people don't even think about, right? And then one day they're like, oh, yeah, I remember I listened to that episode of Breakup Boost and yeah, that's what she was talking about. (laughs) Number 13, dealing with older ex-wives and ex-husbands if kids are involved and there has to be contact. So we're not talking about someone getting divorced and moving on. We're talking about people who literally have to stay in contact because they have kids. And when people are staying in contact with their exes because of kids, they're often a lot nosier than they really should be, right? And they often have a lot of opinions about what their ex is doing, and they often like to gossip about that. So there can definitely be a level of scrutiny here, but it really is none of their business who their ex is dating. But that doesn't mean that they won't possibly try to make your life more difficult especially if they are jealous that their ex is dating someone much younger or if they feel threatened by their looks. Lots of jealousy can come into play. A lot of people can also try to turn their kids on you, which can get really messy. And this, of course, isn't just with age gaps, but a big age gap can definitely exasperate the problems, unfortunately. People get nasty out there. People get nasty. Number 14, selection of entertainment. One of the funnest parts of a relationship is doing fun things together, right? But sometimes with age gaps, you can see that you don't really match on certain things. So for example, a lot of younger people, they'll still want to go out a lot. Um, Or when it comes to watching TV, the older person may not be into things like trashy reality TV and even come down on the younger person for it. While they might be more focused on current events, the evening news, or video games can come into play. What if you're dating someone and they're just like playing video games all the time? You're like, oh my God, am I dating a child? Right? I think the key thing here is you need to be with someone who makes you feel respected and who you also respect. You also need to compromise and you basically need to accept people for who they are. And if you don't like it, don't be with them. Number 15, retirement plans. This is something that may be really far off, but it's just a fact that some people have plans to relocate when they retire. It's something to discuss. So you can ask, hey, do you plan on living here ongoing? Or do you plan on moving one day? Because you don't want to be with someone who one day says they just bought a condo in Mexico and, hey, yeah, you can come visit. Come visit me on your, you know, Easter break or whatever. (laughs) You'll be like, what? I didn't know you were moving. And they'll be like, well, you never asked. You know how that goes. So, yeah, again, who knows if your relationship will even last past a couple months or a couple years. But what if it does? Arriba, arriba. (laughs) It's always better to have the conversation than to wonder and get anxiety about it and stress out about it. No matter what it is, have the conversation. So I hope that gives you more insight on the types of roadblocks that you may run into the larger the age gap gets. And just to reiterate, there's no exact rule when it comes to age gaps. 
Each situation needs to be assessed based on the people involved and what both parties are looking for. There's challenges in every relationship, but adding on an age gap element will likely increase those challenges, even if you don't notice them early on in that beginning phase when you're so in love. (laughs) Bigger age gaps often mean greater likelihood of having different goals and interests, but not always, of course. The main thing is you need to be willing to accept the differences and respect each other. You need to stay true to yourself also and not just play the cool role like, oh yeah, I'm okay with this because that will definitely catch up with you down the road. And you also don't want to ignore things that bother you because they will absolutely fester and build up. And heck, you might even find that you prefer to be in a relationship with a larger age gap. And that's great if it works for you. I would just recommend to not go into things blindly and definitely don't avoid those uncomfortable conversations like I just said a minute ago. Whatever the case may be, make sure that your situation sits well with you, that you're not diving in due to loneliness, and that you are considerate of the other person just as you would want them to be considerate of you. Don't play games with people and don't think that it's okay to string someone along if they're younger, for example. No, it's selfish. Put yourself in the other person's shoes and keep in mind that the things you love now, such as attractiveness, can wear off over time and the things that you overlooked can start to cause a lot of issues and get under your skin. Make choices that work for you and choices that make sense for you, but also make logical choices. Next up, I want to touch on celebrities. Celebrities and age gaps. We say we want to be challenged. We say we want to hear all sides, but that's not how we act when we seek out podcasts. I'm Mike Pesca, host of The Gist, and I'm crazy enough to think that we are up to the challenge. I challenge myself, I challenge my guests, I invite you in. We'll talk about such issues as masks. I mean, I know they work, but on a population level, the evidence is less than clear. Mass shootings, horrible, but they account for less than 1% of all shootings. Do we do ourselves and our society a disservice when we focus on them? These questions and more explored and challenged every day on The Gist, wherever you get your podcasts. When it comes to celebrities, age gaps are super common, right? We always see them in the tabloids and online. I had to laugh at an article I saw recently about Brad Pitt. He's dating a younger woman. So basically, he's 59, she's 30. And the headline of the article said, age gap isn't an issue, Um, yeah, obviously, because it's Brad Pitt. (laughs) It's Brad Pitt. Is there any woman who would pass up the experience of dating a major Hollywood actor because of age gap? Of course not. No. I mean, maybe if there was a 50-year age gap, but not a, you know, 20 or a 30, like that's still possible in celebrity land. It's very easy to adapt when the person is a major celebrity. As soon as someone is famous and has a lot of money, it completely changes the game. No matter what people want to say, it's true. The celebrity status opens up so many more doors that it's no longer suspect or cringe to date a way older guy 
or a way older woman. Like, yeah, you're always going to have the trolls and stuff like that. But you know what I mean? It's just so much more accepted now than it used to be. And yeah, it's like I was saying, there's still going to be people who will comment, but most of those commenting would jump at the opportunity to do the same if they could. They would. Can't tell me for one second that some troll online criticizing this girl for dating Brad Pitt wouldn't just be in her glory if Brad Pitt reached out, but Brad Pitt will never reach out to that troll. So she can just sit there on her miserable keyboard and Oh, I hate people like that. Anyway, moving on. Um, another example would be from the female side. So Cher. I hope some of you younger people still know who Cher is, but Cher is a legend. She's 76 and she just got engaged to a guy who's 36. So there's a 40-year age gap. And yeah, their connection may be very real and Cher looks fantastic. I mean, Cher is in better shape than some people in their 20s, let's face it. But would they be together if she was a cashier at a grocery store or living at a retirement facility? No. For starters, they were able to meet because they are both in entertainment and she is Cher. I mean, I haven't even heard of that guy before that she's with, but yeah, she's Cher. There are tons of examples of celebs and huge age gap situations, but it's not an equivalent comparison to everyday people. It's just not. It's just not. And sadly, a lot of people too, they will date someone a lot older or a lot younger because they want that press or they want their career to benefit from it. So yeah, there's a lot of shady stuff like that that goes on in the celebrity world too. So I hope you guys got a lot out of that. Still got a little bit more to go here. I have some questions that I want to touch on that I thought kind of wrapped everything up in a nice little bow. Here's the first one. What should you say when a guy says he's never dated an older woman repeatedly? Is there a funny comeback? So this is a situation where there's an annoying ass guy sitting there and he just won't shut the fuck up about it. (laughs) Okay, so this is what you say. I came up with three examples, wrote them down here, okay? If they say, I've never dated an older woman over and over and over, you can say, and I've never dated a younger guy who couldn't stop talking about it. So I think it's time to stop now. Option two. The more you say that to an older woman, the faster the older woman is going to lose interest. (laughs) And option three, this is a little more um, enforceful. Are you afraid you aren't mature enough to handle it? Because if you can't stop talking about it, it may be better for you to date someone your age, sweetie. (laughs) So yeah, I hope that helps. Hopefully he gets the point after that. Because, again, shut the fuck up. Okay, moving on, the next question. Here's one that I wanted to share because she described a situation that she was in that basically backs up the content of this episode. And I'm sure a lot of people can totally relate to what she said here. She said, my ex is eight and a half years younger than me. And try as we might, we just couldn't make it work because he is so far behind developmentally (laughs) and the fact that he lived at home with his mom until his late 20s by the time we got together I had already been living on my own for 10 plus years and he had no idea how much money it even took to pay bills buy groceries and just live 
What a wake-up call for Buddy, eh? I'm in my late 30s now, and I feel like being with someone a few years younger or older now wouldn't be as big of a deal as it was when I was in my late 20s dating someone in their early 30s. There's so much there to compute. (laughs) I can imagine that a few years wouldn't make as much of a difference in my 40s, 50s, and so on, but I still think that the 8 to 10 year age gap, even in my 40s and 50s, would have its problems. So I think it's important to acknowledge which point in your life may have an impact on age gap or at what point is there a hard, fast no? Okay, so this is great. First, I want to say thank you for sharing your situation. I'm glad he's your ex because clearly that wasn't working for you, although I think it was an excellent experience so that you could come out of there being more focused on what you really want. I would say that it can be a red flag in general if a guy is living with his mom that late in life, unless there is good reason for it, of course, such as, you know, a temporary need to live there because of a loss of job or taking care of a parent who needs help, that sort of thing. The result will usually be a mama's boy who lacks independence and getting involved with an older woman just becomes an easy way for him to keep living that same lifestyle or at least have the expectation that he will be able to continue living that lifestyle because you will just pick up where his mom left off. From one mommy to the next. So I think that this is a great example of paying attention to who you are getting in the relationship with. Where are they at in life as an individual? Because you could have met another guy the same age and had a completely different experience. And you asked about the hard, fast no. The hard, fast no comes in when you meet a guy who is apparently clueless about how to take care of himself. That's the hard, fast no. The hard, fast no is a guy who, you know, is of a certain age and isn't independent and he's relying on mommy. You know, he might still be breastfeeding. We don't know. No, I'm just kidding. Okay, that's kind of disgusting. Um, where was I? It's not even about age at that point. You can figure out quite quickly how someone lives, how they think, and how they handle certain situations just by spending some time with them. So don't overlook things. Don't get caught up in how someone, you know, makes you feel in the beginning stages. Be realistic about it and um, give it time. And don't just focus on potential. And don't find yourself saying things like, oh, well, they're young. They'll grow out of it. No, don't rely on that. If you don't like what you see in front of you, move on. Because do you really want to be the one molding that person and basically raising them? No, you don't want to be raising a boyfriend or raising a girlfriend. That's not the purpose of having a boyfriend or a girlfriend. But like I was saying earlier, I would suggest that if you're looking for something serious, aim to keep it within five years, especially seeing as you already had a bad experience with someone eight and a half years younger. Even though, like I said, you could have had a good experience, but what I like to do is I like to learn from my experiences. And when I actually tell myself, oh my God, I'm never doing that again, I try to stick to it. Next question. Does age gap dating cause problems between two different ethnic groups? This is a great question. It definitely can, especially in cultures where there's a lot of pressure to get married young and have kids. 
And a lot of parents wouldn't want their sons especially to come home with a woman who was 10 or 20 years older than him. Even two years older may be frowned upon. There are literally some families who will disown their kids over this type of thing, threaten their inheritance. It's just not good. It's actually quite sad. So then people are left with following their heart and being courageous or obeying their parents. Talk about feeling stuck between a rock and a hard place. Next question. It seems that there's a lot of younger men dating older women. Why is this? Yes, it's definitely a lot more common now. You could even call it trendy. I think for a lot of guys, they're curious and they just want to try something new. Maybe they meet someone older and they didn't realize she was older um, and they really like her. I think for a lot of guys um, who might be more mature, they might not feel like they relate to women their age. And I know that a lot of guys get turned off by younger women who are overly obsessed with social media. Not that a lot of older women aren't as well, but the younger generations generally spend a lot more time online eating up attention from random guys, so focused on likes, all that stuff. And that can be a turnoff. Yeah. So And just like it's a turnoff to date anyone who focuses more on social media than the person they're dating. I also think that a lot of older women have had it with bad dating experiences or toxic relationships. Maybe they're newly divorced and just want something light and fun. So then they prefer to invest their time in younger guys, right? A lot of women find that dating younger guys affords them companionship without having to feel heavy. And I say, why not? Just make sure you don't break too many hearts along the way. (laughs) Which leads to the next question, which ties in, why is it socially accepted for older men to date much younger women, but when older women are attracted to younger men, there seems to be more judgment around it? Like I was saying in the previous question, it's actually really common now and can be considered cool. I would say there's also definitely an element of where you live. Like if you live in a place like LA or Toronto, New York, and you're doing this, it's going to be way different than living in a small town in the middle of America. Like it's just, it's just different, right? So that is a factor. I also think it depends on who you are surrounding yourself with and who you are allowing to make you feel judged. People who may not be happy in their own relationship may actually be jealous of other women dating younger. So they want you to feel bad about it. So then you stop doing it and then they don't have to be jealous anymore. You see how that works? I think there's a bigger risk of judgment if the gap is super obvious though. Like if it looks like you're walking around with your son when you're out, yeah, people may criticize. But then again, that's when you're probably exceeding a good age gap. The same does go for men too, because When you see an older guy who is clearly dating well below his age, people judge those guys, often calling them dirty old men, sugar daddies, blah, blah, blah. That happens a lot. So yeah, I think that, you know, as long as you're dating someone with an appropriate suitable age gap, whatever you want to call it, I don't think you're going to have those issues. And I think if you're feeling insecure about it, you know, realize that a lot of people probably aren't even thinking about it and you're stressing out about what they're thinking and who cares what they think. 
Anyway, like again, if it's something that you really are happy in, that you like, that you want to do, things are cool, you're on the same page, like it's no one else's concern or business. Those people are just too busy butting their heads into other people's lives so that they don't have to face their own problems. That's essentially what they're doing. So yeah. Next question. Do people date in certain age groups because they feel like they have it more together? I definitely think that's exactly what some people think. That said, if you think that people don't play games in their 50s or 60s, for example, you'd be mistaken. And being older doesn't automatically mean more mature, honest, or loyal. It's an assumption, basically, right? Or maybe hope, (laughs) maybe hoping that, hey, if I date someone older, maybe I won't have these other problems, but like that doesn't guarantee anything. You know, people can have more financial stability, for example, but that doesn't automatically mean that you're going to be more compatible or that they're going to be respectful or that the situation is going to be healthy, right? It's a crapshoot. And the last question here, it's more like a question slash scenario. My sister started dating a guy in May and they got engaged in September. She's 28 and he's 50. Me and my family worry that she's settling. He also has issues with the fact that she's dated outside her race and briefly spoke with a mutual friend about it. That hurt her feelings so much they almost broke up over it. He also has a daughter that's her age and kids that are slightly younger. The longer she's with him, the more she's got to suppress parts of herself. They live together and she doesn't have a job. Do you have any advice on these issues? Okay, thanks for sharing this. I can imagine how stressful something like this would be. Regardless of age, your sister and this guy have moved way too fast, way too fast. To literally be engaged in less than five months to someone who is 22 years older, nonetheless, I wouldn't even say this is about her settling. This is way deeper than someone just settling, it has red flag and concern written all over it. He's a textbook insecure guy who needs someone he can lock down and control. Almost like, I need to rush things along so you can't back out of it and then you're legally tied to me. He's also a prime example of someone who knows that most women closer to his age would not put up with him or even want to be with him. I can only imagine the stories that his ex-wife would tell. I think you said, okay, he's got kids. I don't know if he was actually married, but whatever, his exes. The creep meter is blaring with this guy. In my opinion, the creep meter is going me, me, me. And this will sadly only get worse. And my guess is if she stays with him, she will live a life. I don't know how long this is going to last, but she will live a life with no autonomy, no individuality, and no freedom. But the main problem here is your sister needs to make better choices. She does. Like you said in your message, you said she's got to suppress parts of herself. No, she doesn't have to. She's choosing to do it. She's choosing to do it. And why does she not have a job? My guess is he probably doesn't even want her to have one. Maybe he even said, you don't have to work, baby. I'll take care of you. Uh, um, the fact that she has no job makes it even easier for him to keep her exactly where he wants her. 
And the thing is, people need personal goals in life. They need purpose, right? That's how you build confidence. That's how you feel good about getting up every day. You know, this is 2023. This isn't this isn't 1908. And sitting at home at 28 and doing nothing but following the rules of some guy you barely know, who is old enough to be your dad, who you're planning to marry, is a recipe for, guess what, disaster. And why is he bringing up who she dated in the past and having this conversation with a mutual friend? It's weird. And it's unsettling for anyone to behave like that, let alone a 50-year-old man. Like, I know you said it hurt her feelings. This isn't even hurting feelings. This is like, it's weird. It's weird. Um, it's also super immature. This is exactly the kind of guy who preys on young women with low self-esteem that he can manipulate. And some people may think, oh, you're overreacting. No, I, no, I see this guy a mile away. And uh, my gut feels like queasy right now, or my stomach feels queasy, whatever. These are the kind of guys who become abusive and isolate women. Doesn't necessarily mean physically abusive, but there's other kinds of abuse, emotional and so on. Um, Your sister will one day realize that it was a huge mistake to get involved with someone like this and move along so quickly. There's no way she would be happily with this guy until the end of time. There's no way. But seeing as she is already living with him, she is probably going to have to learn this lesson the hard way. I would not at all be surprised if his goal is to even get her pregnant sooner than later, so she really is stuck. The thing is, though, your sister is choosing to be with this guy, and if she doesn't want more for herself, and if she doesn't want to help herself, your arms are kind of then tied as a family, and that is such a bad position to be in. I definitely think it's important for you and your family to express your concerns to her in a calm and loving way in person, though, and give her the perspectives that she's missing. So at least you know you try to address it, but not in a way where she feels attacked or ambushed. You know, maybe she feels that he's all she has. So it's also important to really reinforce that, you know, you have our support and At any time, if you're not feel comfortable, like we're here for you, you can exit if that situation doesn't pan out for you. Like, just remember, you don't know him that well, you know, that kind of thing. The last thing you want her to feel is as though she can't back out of it now, because a lot of people in those positions will tell themselves things like, well, we already got engaged. I can't back out now, but it's never too late to back out. You don't even know how many people I've talked to who have literally said they were at the altar and they wanted to back out, but they just felt too much pressure. And then they had to go through a divorce soon after and spend a whole other shit ton of money and go through all that other crap that, you know, comes along with dissolving a marriage. Ugh, it's just not good. It's just not good. There is always a risk that you could end up pushing her closer to the guy, which is why I'm saying it's so important to focus on how you say things and the delivery you know, you don't want to be saying like, you're going to ruin your life. <laughs> like, you don't want to do that. Um, I know that if I had a sister in this position, I would do everything I could possibly do to get her to see the light, to express the importance of goals, working to remind her that she barely knows this guy and urge her to wait at least a couple years to see how things go before she gets married or possibly gets pregnant. Tell her that if he truly loves and respects her, 
He will understand if she wants to slow things down. Like those are the types of seeds that you need to plant in her head. You could also contact a family counselor, possibly. Maybe you could address your concerns with the counselor and then have a session with your sister and the counselor together. Something along those lines. Again, I don't know if your sister would be down for that. Overall, I can see that your sister is in a position in life where she needs to heal and build her confidence. She's not ready to be getting married right now or even be in a serious relationship. She needs to be healthy and whole on her own because if she was, she wouldn't be making these types of decisions. She wouldn't be. If she felt amazing about her life and where she's going and had purpose and all these goals and dreams and adventures, she would not be tied down with this guy. She just would not be. I promise you that. Overall, keep in contact with her on a regular basis. That's so important. It's so important to keep those lines of communication open, right? Always keep that door open. Even if you get super frustrated with her, keep those doors open and be supportive. So guys, that's all I have for this episode. I'm all tuckered out on age gaps. Holy crap. But going back to the title of this episode, is age really just a number? I'd say no, it's not. It can sound cute at all, but no, it's not. There's a lot more to it. And if you are seeking personalized advice for your dating life, breakup, or relationship issues, Visit breakupboost.com to order email or phone coaching with me. I can't wait to hear from you. And until next time, thanks for listening. And that concludes this episode of Trina's Breakup Boost. Subscribe to this podcast and visit breakupboost.com. Remember, turning a negative into a positive is the secret to changing your mind, attitude, and life. 